0: I met my best friend, Anne, in 1985. And the Babysitter's Club kept her friendship alive. Then Emily was born in
1: 1988, and she said, Thanks, Aunt Esme, these books are great. Now, now we're all grown In Stony Brook. Welcome to Second Stony Brook, a podcast about the Babysitters Club. Today we're not discussing a book, we're discussing our podcast. We're two. Today. Yay. Today. Is it actually today?
0: Well, when we release it, it will be today.
1: Oh. It's not actually. Today. Oh, that's cute. You're a good planner.
0: Thanks. Ah <laughs> <Aw>, shucks. Ah <laughs> <Aw>, shucks. <laughs> Say it ain't so. <laughs> we're toddling around like the two-year-old that we are. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I heard that. The terribles
1: are now in, in three, not two.
0: Oh yeah. Three yeah. names are big time. So yeah. we'll get bad next year. <laughs> yeah. Next year it'll start to suck hardcore. We'll get super terrible. <laughs> we'll just yell at people. Yeah. It'll be great. I'm looking forward to that. Freedom. Is that
1: Matt. what the terrible threes do? Just yell yeah, at people? Yeah.
0: They they yell a lot. They're really, really oh, stubborn. Is that when June's planning happened? Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's also it's also like, have you guys seen that really mean um I, I like it and think it's funny but a lot of people think it's mean like reasons my toddler is crying or reasons my preschooler is crying it's hilarious um, it's hilarious it's like people do videos and it's like you know he asked for chicken nuggets and I gave him chicken nuggets and then the kid is like on the floor like it's having a tantrum yeah. like, like he's like,
1: like oh my friend told me I have a skin fungus no yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah it's like she wanted to wear the yellow dress instead of the pink dress and then she's in the yellow dress like throwing things like so it's just like classic, classic, unpleasable <laughs> three-year-old. So good. Oh, wow. Ah. Yeah. Anyway, do you guys have your one sentence summary of doing Stuck in Stony Brook for two years? I'll go first. Mine is, it's been a dark little two years here in these United States, um, probably in a lot of other places too. Um, but I like- Oh, having- are there other places? Yeah, there are. Um, and I like having an excuse to get to talk to you guys multiple times a month. It's very nice.
2: That was more than one sentence. No, but it has a couple commas
0: in it, so that's all. Th- there was an em dash. Okay, yeah. fine.
2: Mine is, Anne and
1: I hung out twice in one day. Yeah, mm. incredible. And Esme owes me $100. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know if I really said that, but... You said that. <laughs> you think I said it on an episode? You might have committed it to writing you might have texted it in which case there's a record (laughs) okay well if you guys find the screenshot and send it to me I will I will give you your hundred dollars or if a listener finds a you know a a timestamp and lets me know when it was I think you may have said it on the podcast okay the background on this is that Anne and Emily lived like minutes apart in the same Brooklyn neighborhood for years and only saw each other when I visited them, basically. And then they would be like, oh, yeah, we should totally hang out. Our our partners are basically identical twins. And then they just wouldn't. <laughs> we met on the street once. Right. Accidentally. That's not the same.
2: <laughs> so Emily was in L.A. Mm-hmm. a few weeks ago or two weeks ago. I don't remember. And we hung out twice. Yeah. In the same day in different locations. Yeah. It's very, I'm very
0: excited. Even though Anne had marked on her calendar, don't see Emily for the whole 12 hour day. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) That's my favorite thing anyone has ever said about me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't see Emily. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's very exciting. Once I saw a friend of a friend on the subway in New York in the morning on our morning commute to work and I said, oh, hey, how's it going? And he was like, oh, good. How are you doing? And then I said, we don't have to talk to each other. And he was like, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> then later on yeah. said to, my, to Melissa, like, I saw Anne on the train this morning. It was amazing. She was just like, we don't have to talk to each other.
0: All right. Anne, what's your one sentence summary about doing the podcast for two years?
2: We don't have to talk to each other. <laughs> 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 that all of Emily's 1,000 friends still have not written a review for our podcast. I only have 999 friends. (laughs) That's still, I want those 999
0: reviews. Right? Yeah. Yeah, That would help us a lot. It would really help people find the podcast. And
2: rate and review us. Yeah. Yes. Okay. If you want to learn more about us. (laughs) We're We're not not there there. yet. (laughs) No, I know. I was doing a bit. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> okay, you guys, we should probably back up and tell you about the members of this podcast. I'm Anna Chikawa, a freelance writer. I'm a mischievous pragmatist with a sweet tooth. I'm Esme Schaller, an adolescent psychologist.
0: I'm kind of bossy, but I have a big heart.
1: I'm Emily Crandall, a feminist scholar. I'm a total individual and I like health food. If you want to learn more about us and how we know each other, please check out our prologue episode <laughs> our, or our first anniversary episode.
0: Yeah, we answered a lot of questions there, too.
1: There's a lot of info about us there. <laughs> also, rate and review us. It really helps people find the podcast. <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, or commentary about anything BSC-related, drop us a line at stuckandstunningbrook@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also support us on Patreon. Actually, you should support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash We
0: would especially like to thank all of our patrons. So we started our Patreon a little bit before our first anniversary last year. And um, it really does help us. It helps when Emily's in the middle of finals and things like that. So we can pay an editor instead of exploiting Emily's underemployed time. I love working for free. What are
1: you talking about?
0: It's true. It's her favorite (laughs) thing. Famously. Famously. She loves work in general. And she especially loves not getting paid for her labor. So um, it really is. It's a joke. But like
1: the fact that I do so much work that's unpaid is bananas yeah
0: no it is bananas it is bananas so the money helps us with that and it also helps us with our donations that we do for all of the babysitter's birthdays and Anna martin's birthday and
1: i think it's so nice that so many people are patrons of us
0: yeah it's really nice yeah. it's really cool and that's been a, a really fun thing to see because only you know they're all people we don't know basically except also your mom. we watched gossip girl and it was great mm-hmm so it was great it was great for a hot take episode for our <laughs> patrons
2: okay well you know it's been two years which is kind of crazy because what two years has not seemed like
0: two years no oh, in the like weird time warp of covid uh yeah it just seems like a thousand years or mm-hmm. <laughs> but also one none month. yeah
2: yeah or like two months um like how do you think i feel like we've gotten better a I think podcasting. we've definitely gotten better.
1: Yeah, you know what I learned when I was editing our April Fools episode is that like we're really good at podcasting. <laughs> I was like, oh, our our partners are embarrassed and not as smart as us, and men. So,
2: <laughs> and men has yeah. has doing the podcast taught you anything about yourself? Oh, I'm not ready for that.
0: <laughs> what learning about yourself or that question?
1: Both. All of the above. <laughs>
0: That's an interesting question.
1: Yeah, it's taught me that I am less organized than I thought I was. Mm. Somehow yeah. more of a procrastinator than I already knew I was.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's taught me that you're less organized than I thought you were. I'm like
1: Esme, <laughs> I read the book 20 minutes before we record <laughs> every time. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I think I don't think I realized how much I needed a a creative thing to do. So cause it doesn't, yeah. I think and you and i have talked about this before i think sometimes because your work is creative sometimes doing things for the podcast is stressful for you because you have been using it's like your work. creative brain because it's really similar to the rest of your work not yeah. but, i mean clinical psychology is also very creative in different ways right but it's a different part of my brain so like i i think at different times when things are I mean, Emily's main thing that she does outside of recording is editing and that like either can happen or can't depending on her academic schedule. But I think Anne and I, it, at the beginning, Anne did all of the Instagram because I don't know anything about that stuff. And she had that experience. You're such a liar. You love Instagram now. <laughs> now I do Well, unfortunately, yeah. But I do not know anything about like, No, like Anne has that. a lot of knowledge about yeah. how to do that well and like how to make posts that make sense and get some engagement and things like that. And so... I've done more of that and I've done more of the other kind of background stuff on the podcast than I think, Mm -hmm. than the plan that we set out to do at the beginning, right? Of kind of how we divided things up two years ago. Um, but I, I have a lot of stressful things in my life, but I don't find generally don't find doing those things stressful. Oh, because like, it's fun. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. So yeah. So that's been it, it's been more it's been more fun than I thought it would be. Not like I thought this part would always be fun, right? Of us just talking about the Babysitter's Club and other things, you know, and our and
1: me and Anne hanging out twice in one day.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but like all of the sort of trappings. Of Can it you imagine?
1: Esby's like, I'm going to start a podcast. It's a long con. Come with me. It's a podcast about the Babysitter's Club, but in two years, es- Emily and Nan will hang out twice in one day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And this is our last episode of the podcast. <laughs> and goodbye. Goodbye. I also
0: think it just... Now she's I, really going to cry. No, no, no. I, I'm going to brag, actually. I'm going to say that I think it speaks well of me because I work with so many teens. And I think also even adults get like very um, jealous of... They're like their people hanging out without them. Like I think that that's a thing that. Ellis? Yeah, no, I was really excited. I was legitimately excited. I was like, wish I could be there to have fun, but like I'm like happy for you guys to be, you know, s- tiny bit of independent friends because you're two of my favorite people. So it's really cool. That's all.
2: It that made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's been surprising for you, Anne?
2: Honestly, not much. I guess the fact that people Nothing. want to listen to us is surprising. It's probably oh, the most surprising thing. That's not surprising thing. to me. <laughs> but I think because, yeah, like this does feel a lot of like what I do for work. So in some ways, it feels very part of my everyday like workflow. And um, mm-hmm. in, in terms of, but you know, my workflow, there is Method in the Madness and I think if anything
0: <laughs> creatives am I right
2: <laughs> I <hate laughs> them. yeah I guess what surprised me is like I'm I'm not organized but I think that in some ways I sometimes when I pan out and I'm like oh I'm actually doing a lot of stuff I'm juggling like five projects and I have like I'm, I'm on meetings all day and like I'm, I'm like oh like maybe I'm not as shitty about being organized as I think I
0: am. So Emily's self-concept took a hit and yours got buoyed a little bit.
2: No, I mean, I don't really think like that. I think I'm still very like last minute. And it's like what I
0: learned from
1: this podcast is that I'm amazing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fan favorite, Annie Chikawa.
0: Yeah.
1: I think to that conversation we were just having about the time scale and the experience Mm -hmm. of having had so much time pass, but also not, it Mm -hmm. speaks to that in like what you're just saying. Mm -hmm. We had a lull in existence and we started doing this and then we had
0: life again and we're mm-hmm. still doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. We for the first like eight months we released or six months, how long? It was a while that we released weekly. I was deeply yeah. unemployed back then. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and now I'm overemployed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But it feels you're right. It feels like yesterday. Yeah. And a hundred years ago.
2: <laughs> I know. So at this rate, when will we finish the series?
0: Today. <laughs> this is our if, last episode <laughs> if you want me to do some math off to the side and it also depends on if we're planning on doing like california diaries and friends forever i um,
1: would love to do california I, that's diaries. what i thought emily was gonna say you know what i'm gonna stay on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: our that's our carrot for emily we she'll keep going through the entire original series so that we can get to california diaries yeah
1: so. just stop sending me candy <laughs> I and let's read california candy. diaries <laughs>
0: Yeah, it'll take us another another four years at least. I think. Oh my god, we're gonna be like Mm fifty. Well, some of us will only be forty. Yeah, that's true. We won't be fifty yet in four years. We'll only be forty-eight. That's basically basically (laughs) fifty. Rude.
2: (laughs) Okay, so as as we said before, we're not talking about a book. We're going to be answering some. Uh, listener questions that people have asked us on instagram or patreon because people listen to us (laughs) people listen to us so we got one question okay (laughs) so we're gonna start answering some questions about the book specifically lauren asks what are each of our favorite books and favorite super special Mm. i mean i kind of like the one where the 13
1: year olds take Nine-year-olds on a sailing trip and then get stranded on an yeah. island
0: for yeah. multiple days. <laughs> island adventure is definitely my favorite. Super special. Like, what so is that book? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's same. incredible. Super special four wins hands down. In a way that yeah. I didn't know that it would when we started this podcast at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, frankly, I didn't remember any of the books as you know, but yeah,
2: yeah. I would say that's yeah. also my favorite super special. What about of the regular series?
1: I'm struggling with the regular series because dawn
0: sucks <laughs> so well,
2: what i was about like oh an- dawn
0: books and i'm like yeah. no <laughs> well but you but the early dawn books she doesn't suck you just super identified with her so what about like yeah. impossible three or ghost I,
1: impossible three is a book that will like haunt me to the rest of my yeah. days like yeah it, i have never felt more seen
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah this is a hard question for me because i kind of want to i mean my my answer's are the same as when we started the podcast. My two favorite books have always been Christie's Big Day and Boy Crazy Stacy. Like, I just yeah. love them both so much and think they're so good. So I'm trying to think of, like, what's a more recent one that we've read that I also really enjoyed.
1: I, but I feel like you have this unique experience where you read them when they came out and then you probably read them again when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. A little bit like yeah, maybe some. maybe with me and then you've read them with your kids and now we're reading them together so you have this like longevity
0: yeah with yeah them. I didn't read them very closely I've only read some of them with my kids and then okay. they kind of took off from there and and same with you my I, kids are
1: smart they can read yeah. by themselves
0: yeah <laughs> you know, one's going into high school so um she's I, I, it wouldn't
1: be an anniversary episode if you weren't Crying? Are you crying?
0: No, I'm not crying. <laughs> so, but of the ones we've read more recently, I I I've, I've enjoyed a lot of the Mallory books more than I thought I would. Like I yeah. really like I liked Poor Mallory a lot. And I also we haven't released this one yet. It's coming out or maybe we have released it by the time this comes out. But I like Stacy's ex-best friend a lot. I thought that was a really nice, really nice rendering of like friendship breakups in adolescence. And I like Stacy's perspective on things. Plus, you got some like fun boy content because boy content is always kind of fun in the BSC.
1: Sorry, I have a, a different answer to the question. Whatever book Bart Taylor is in.
0: Yeah, That's I thought that, that I <laughs> thought Walking Disaster <laughs> <laughs> would be your favorite or Christie's Mystery Admirer. I don't remember what the books are called. <laughs> the the when she forms the crushers and meets Bart. Yeah, that yeah. one. Bart yeah. is hot. Bart is hot.
2: Bart is hot. <laughs> well, the same thing. I think when I read them when I was a kid, Boy Crazy Stacy, I think in part because of Sea City, it uh, sounded f- fun.
0: Thousand percent. Yeah. It was less
2: about the romance than about like the whole the romance. Vibe. <laughs> 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 the romance mm-hmm. um and well, then- i think we talked about this in that
1: episode though i feel like in california people don't go on vacation
0: mm-hmm. not in that way
2: not in and that so, way
1: like, you're no. like oh a, a vacation yeah a whole family on the beach like what <laughs> is that
2: yeah <laughs> yeah even now with my friends who still live in new york they're like oh we're going upstate for like a month or like we're di- i'm like mm-hmm. what like okay no. like no one ever did that ever for i grew up Nope. But you know, the first ten books are very much like in my brain forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But of the newer ones, I'm looking at a list now. Um, kind of in the middle of the pack. You know, I kind of I enjoyed the what's it called the one with this all the stepsister fighting. Oh yeah. those wicked two Step books mm-hmm. yeah yeah great romance
0: and wicked stepsister yeah, yeah like
1: yeah that's a fun it's a fun the great one. oh sorry it's it's actually pronounced romance 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 <laughs> um you liked
2: those books well i mean they're kind of like we had a lot to say about them we had a lot to say and they were just so ridiculous and i didn't yeah. remember them at all when yeah like you're like how did i not remember any of this yeah yeah but i like how i think was, also,
1: Sometimes I confuse having a lot to say about it with liking it.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I feel like it was like the true, like the two books that went back to back with that were kind of like went together. Mm-hmm. Like there yeah. aren't a lot of she books didn't like do that. A lot. She yeah. didn't do that a lot. So I thought that was kind of fun. Nice. Next question. Bran asks, which book has been the biggest surprise to reread as an adult? Meaning a book you can't believe you loved as a kid. Ooh. Dawn's Wicked Stepsister. <laughs> <laughs> no
1: oh, don and the older boy i was just gonna say oh Dawn yeah hands
0: down yeah i pretty
1: bad. was so upset like yeah.
0: physiologically when
1: we read that book i was yeah. like what i loved this book as a kid it's the only book i remember loving and
0: i'm like oh no yeah. this does not bode well for me <laughs> it is really problematic yeah I, I mean it was i'm glad that we had kate shots on for that one because i feel like she was like right with us like what what happened i thought this book was good yeah like yeah not mm-hmm. only that it's like super problematic and Travis is just like a piece of work but also that it was also just bad like it was yeah. poorly written compared to the other and I feel like did I not notice like that this is clearly not Anna, Anna Martin and it's like super weird yeah. and Dawn's acting super weird yeah that's easy
2: I, I agree <laughs> let's see it's uh, like yes yes romance <laughs> um Sarah romance. Sarah asks, is there a particular book you haven't gotten to yet that you're really looking forward to discuss?
1: California Diaries.
2: Well, I feel like... Say more, Emily. Say more. Yeah.
1: I will not. I don't remember them. I just remember being destroyed by them and I want to read them with you guys. Okay.
0: Fair enough. For me, it's Jesse and the Awful Secret, which we'll be coming up to pretty soon. It's the one where one of the dancers has anorexia nervosa. Um, and- well, a lot of California Diaries is about yeah. that. Right. <laughs> So, um, and I don't i I know I was in high school when it came out i probably i i mean i own it i I owned it in my original collection, so I think I probably read it sort of quickly um and that I was when, not a kid that would that out. have
1: come out when you were a teenager,
0: yeah, it came out when I was okay. a teenager. Um, I was not a kid that wanted to be a psychologist when I grew up. Like I didn't discover that until later, but I was always sort of interested in psychological. It wasn't things. part of your
1: personality yet. No,
0: it wasn't part <laughs> of my personality yet. So I'm really interested to see how it will be handled. That's another one. We'll probably have a guest on what eating disorder expert and I we mean,
1: should. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I can get, I can arrange that. No problem. Um, And I'm no really problem. interested to see, I'm really interested to see how it's handled Um, and, you know, she does her research. So things are usually accurate for the time they were in, but a lot of things have changed in eating disorders since the mid 90s. So, yeah, that's the one that's coming up soon that I'm interested in.
1: Did you read that with the girls? You I haven't read, read it, it with since. Them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So w- you, the last time you read it was like when it came out. Yeah. Okay.
2: Oh. How about well, you? Well, we're like now in the territory of books, right? I don't remember any of these. Mm-hmm. I think my books from decades ago like and peter out in the early 60s mm-hmm. yeah but i'm just looking through the list of all the series and like their little uh, their little one-liners and i'll mm-hmm. just say the ones that sound interesting to me. okay um one is get well soon mallory <laughs> mallory has Wait, not been actually in- remember that book oh, do She's you mono right because mononucleosis yeah. yes you know you why i remember honestly. that book because i had mono so did i oh <laughs> yeah you had mono in like the sixth grade right as me yeah, and then I got it yeah, again like my year. I remember. Yeah. I had it the summer before
1: my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm.
2: Also, I did not realize this, but the last book of the series is called The Fire at Marianne's House. Yeah, I know. It's
0: dark, y'all. And it I says,
2: know. when Marianne's what? house is destroyed by a fire, her family considers leaving Stony Brook. Yeah.
0: Okay, wait. I'm actually really excited about that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other one I'm excited about is Keep Out, Claudia where the mm. racist family doesn't want Claudia or Jesse to babysit for them. What? Yeah. That's coming soon. That's 56. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Little, little Aryan children on the cover. Yeah. That'll be good. Damn. Yeah.
2: Next question. Catherine, if we had the opportunity to interview Anne and Martin, what would we ask her?
1: So many questions. What, who are the pikes yeah. based on? What's the main one? Yeah,
2: yeah. what's up
1: with I Love Lucy? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, what are the like cultural artifacts that we always like give her shit about? Uh, we Trap, give her shit Mary about. Mary Poppins, yeah. Yeah. I Love Lucy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. I would ask like how many of the books are based on those three those movies or TV shows?
1: Anna Martin, what percentage of the <laughs> books that you wrote would you say are based You've on? Yes.
2: Could you make us a graph?
0: All seriousness, here's what I want to know. I want, you know, she was like 30 when she started and she the, the concept mm-hmm. was given to her and then she ran with it and made it into something mm-hmm. I think way better than Scholastic thought it could have been. I would like to know if she set out to accurately like if part of her mission was to accurately depict these different developmental stages she depicts because that's part of the conceit of our show right is like me looking at it and seeing like how much is this really like a 13 year old how much is this really like a 10 year old and I think she did such an incredible job and I don't I'm not sure if that was like a guiding principle for her or if that's just how she works so I kind of want to know her sort of metacognition about that if that was like a, a north part star. of the plan, yeah. Or if yeah, it's just if she's just good like that.
1: That reminds me of the conversation we were having in our last episode about like childhood mm-hmm. and and how she gives us a different portrayal of childhood that's dynamic and mm-hmm. multi dimensional and different from yeah. that like sort of flat mm-hmm. portrayal of a an era of innocence.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I want to know if that's part of the plan.
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean, I guess if we ever got to talk to her, we have some questions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anne, did you have any? You're the real interviewer among us. No.
1: You know what Anne's going to ask her? What the fuck with white chocolate? Why root beer barrels?
2: Yeah, exactly. That definitely would be one of them. White
1: chocolate is objectively terrible. It's gross. It is not
2: good. It's just sugar. Can you imagine meeting her and just yelling at her about white chocolate? Why would that be the thing she misses most? Yeah. I mean, I would be curious to know if she was able to write this series now, how many, like how she would incorporate gender and in, she would have any queer characters. Mm-hmm. Uh like or Wow. If, and that's a really good question. Or if like in her in her like head, if she did she would she have made one of the characters gay. Mm-hmm. Like did she really think about that and write them maybe yeah. with that in mind that they would come out later in life or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I that reminds me of conversations we've had about the Netflix show, though, mm-hmm. that like she was part of that, mm-hmm. part of the creative team and the ways that they updated it dealing with experiences and mm-hmm. real identities, I think was like it, it seemed to me to be in the vein of like what she was trying to do with the series originally in a time where mm-hmm. that maybe wasn't possible or you couldn't become a millionaire writing that Uh right with the different
0: mores and limitations of the time (laughs) yeah 80s Mm -hmm. and 90s absolutely yeah I I am very I am very convinced that if she was writing this series now there would be queer characters and there would be gender Mm um gender diverse characters yeah and I think it would be fun to talk to her about it for sure Mm
2: -hmm.
1: yeah Yeah, I mean honestly in that vein my biggest question for her is like why are the dads so absent
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Because it's so revolutionary in so many other ways. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. And we really. But dads only- don't parent. Yeah. Well, we're going to have Christy and Mr. Mom soon. So I think Watson's going to step up, but we'll see. Then he can be both rich and a stay at home dad.
2: Good for Watson. That, yeah. that toaster
0: money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Next question is from Amy who asks If you could join the BSC for any of their super special adventures, which would you choose? Not island. Yeah, I'm thinking not, not island if, no. Okay, yeah. I have never
1: wanted to go on a cruise, but when we read that mm-hmm. super special, I was like, oh, do I want to go on a cruise?
0: Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's very good pro-cruise propaganda. Yeah.
1: In spite of the fact that it's a terrible industry and horribly yeah. polluting yeah. and exploitative, I was like, "Yeah, well, I... I like this book more than I should. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think for me, the, and this was true as a kid too, because we didn't live in a place where there was a lot of snow. I think winter vacation, Mm. because your whole school goes to this like crazy lodge and there was stuff. And then everyone has to babysit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like, yeah, there's a, there's some light peril, (laughs) but the babysitters
2: themselves. Okay, Well, we know why Esme wants to do this super special. She wants to build her snow sculpture. Oh, well, that's true too. But more, <laughs> like- that conversation
1: blew my mind. I was like, what do you mean you have a plan for how you would make that sculpture? What is wrong with you? <laughs>
0: We <laughs> can't help how our brains work, ladies. Um, but I'm also just thinking about, like, ourselves at 13. Like, if I was, like, away at a ski lodge for a week and, like, my best friends were there and, like, the boy I had a crush on was there and there were, like, kids from other schools that, like – and then you get stuck there and also the food is delicious. Like, it all sounds amazing. So I'm going to go winter vacation. Implausible. <laughs> yeah, exactly, which
2: is why I, I would choose things Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, fair point. Yeah. I mean – I'm just looking at all the super specials now, Mm -hmm. and I would actually just want to go to Hawaii. Yeah, (laughs) fair
0: (laughs) enough. We haven't gotten there yet, though. No, we haven't gotten there.
2: But I'm with, uh, I
0: probably would do the cruise. I'm basically doing that in two days, listeners. When this comes, I'm taking 10, 13, and 14 year olds to Hawaii for six days. Right after this episode comes out. So it's basically like a babysitters club super special, except I'm like Mr. Pike or something. Are you gonna so.
2: write us postcards? Yeah, I will write you postcards. And then can we post them on Instagram? Ah. Totally. Okay, cool. Yeah. Girl Scouts are
0: Girl Scouts are going. So I'll let you know how it is from the adult perspective. Because all of those super special trips with all of those teenagers sound pretty exhausting.
1: Well, mm. also the pikes take a thousand children on vacation. This is a question we need to ask Anna Martin. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Can we actually yeah. can we get
1: her on the phone?
2: Yeah. Oh, also, what about their, like, their summer house, too? With have to ask her about their Sea City house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so this question... They, just, they have to be based on someone <laughs> she knew. I like. I know. So this is a question mostly for Emily. Get ready. I'm scared. Let's just do to age. Tracy asks, I want to hear more about your thoughts on the American Girl books. That's a really good
1: question. I... Similarly to the BSC, I read them when I was small and I've not reread them, but I remember really feeling compelled by the the stories and the characters. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had a Kirsten Dahl. I had Josephina. I learned so much about the migration pattern from <laughs> Sweden to mm-hmm. the Midwest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I learned a lot about the California missions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We, ha- we had to build a mission in fourth grade.
0: Yeah, we did too.
1: That's so fucked up. Yeah, they don't do that anymore.
0: It is very... Yeah, scary. of course
1: they don't do that anymore. Yeah.
0: Well, I bet they still do it in some school districts. Yeah, well, let's yeah. not name them.
1: So I think I learned just a lot about pretty banal things about American immigration. Mm-hmm. And I think the American Girl Dolls are interesting in that regard. Yeah. Like, they they all tap into, like, a genre, a mode, mm-hmm. right? Like a... a moment in in time yeah.
0: so ann and i were both a little old for american girl as kids because they started you had out.
1: samantha right or molly you had know. molly
0: yeah but my but grandma got me molly when i was like 17 because she because like, we what, cause we had you them. guys had yep. them and it was like a thing that i could like be it, i didn't really have molly you know what i mean like it was like yeah fine but my because you guys had them they were grandparent presents to my kids when they were, you know, six, seven, eight. And so yeah. they had Rebecca and Kit, and then um, Nanea and Melody, who are two of the more recent historic dolls. Um, and same, I thought they were very well written. Those also, I love stories. the American Girls podcast. Mm-hmm. It's one of our models. just called American Girls. Yeah, yeah. It's American awesome. Girls. You, you were like, like, you should be like them, but not history. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like our our expertises, but I think yeah. they're like I love how earnestly and closely they read those books as historians because they're uh, historical artifacts, I think, yeah. right? Like in part and so
2: totally. And as a part two of, of Tracy's question, did anyone read Anamorphs? No. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry, Tracy. The the, the short answer is no. Story. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. what those were until I saw them in memes more recently. That's definitely a millennial thing. But you didn't read them either.
1: No, but when you just said millennial, I was reminded of the fact that one of my students last week wrote me a a message and was like, Thanks for being a cool older millennial dork professor. (laughs) And I was like, Thanks. Okay. Luis asks us, Who's your favorite Pike? Is Mallory not included? I don't think we can include Mallory. I mean, like, definitely Mallory.
0: But then if we take Mallory out, then we got to go from there.
1: But I'm like, okay, the triplets have no distinction. Like I want to say Byron. Yeah. (laughs) But we've spent so little time with him. Like Vanessa's an easy answer.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. But isn't Margo the one that peels the banana with her feet and recites the house that Jack built for Little Miss Stony Brook? I feel like Margo is the unsung hero of the Pike family. (laughs) I'm going to I'm going to go team Margo, I think.
2: Yeah, she's I'm, not I'm gonna the youngest, say Byron. but she's not the oldest. I'm gonna she's say like, Nikki, because yeah. Nikki, mm-hmm. I feel like he just wants to be loved. He just yeah. wants to be loved.
0: That's so hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: fair. We all like the we like all the Pikes.
0: Yeah, I do like them all.
1: Now we have to play a game with the Stony Brook dads. Okay, it's it's a game called Fuck Mary Kill. I don't know if okay. you've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> the hard part about this game is that there are no dads in
2: Stony Brook. <laughs> okay, there's Watson. Christie's dad mr pike Christie's dad is not in the series well he makes i mean he's an easy
1: kill
0: yeah he's a too easy of a kill that's too easy <laughs>
1: that's not fun that's not entertaining him yeah.
0: that's not we why people richard, patron us <laughs> yes richard Spear has to be in there
1: <laughs> yeah well i feel like netflix really skewed no 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 it's 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 a richard Richard. Spear it's, both hot, richard. it's not goodness. mark evan jackson
0: obviously we would marry and fuck mark evan jackson <laughs> like, yeah
1: and kill everyone else yeah. <laughs>
0: So it's book Richard, book Watson, and who should be our third option? Like
1: Stacy has a dad.
0: Oh yeah, Mr. McGill, workaholic.
1: Mr. Kishi.
0: Yeah. And
1: (laughs) who else has a dad? Oh, Mr. Ramsey. Ramsey?
0: Yeah. I like Mr. Ramsey. I like. I think I would
1: bang Mr. Ramsey. Mm. And kill Mr. Pike.
0: (laughs) Wait, what's our? We have to have three. (laughs) Why does he deserve death?
1: (laughs) And Mary Watson because he's rich. (laughs) Yeah cuz i'm going to inherit the <laughs> toaster oven <of> fortune. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. And how about you? Um, i'm looking to see if we missed any dads. I'm trying to think of like any of the kids. Oh, if they have yeah. dads like you skipped all like, those chapters, so. Yeah.
0: I, <laughs> I feel like Mr. Marshall's pretty involved, but we don't see him very often. Uh-huh. Buys the girls a ping pong table, so we could play ping pong.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we never see Mr. Johansson, even though Dr. Johansson is a very busy doctor. Somehow she's still arranging all the babysitting. Mm-hmm. She does um, everything. Yeah, she's super mom. I feel like we should just stick to the dads of the babysitters because okay. we know them a little better.
2: So what were yours again?
0: Emily's wow. going to marry Watson. She's going to have sex with Mr. Ramsey. And who are you killing, Mr. Pike? Just put him out of his misery? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, Anne, how about you? He has eight children and he doesn't parent them.
2: What is hat. wrong with
1: him? Yeah, I'm okay.
2: Well, actually, I'm going. To, I'm going to. Uh... Are you
1: going to fuck Mr. Pike? Yes.
2: <laughs> and? that's
1: probably because he has eight kids. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. You're going to get pregnant <laughs> with <Yeah>. your IUD. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna. I'm gonna marry Watson. Yeah,
1: obviously. And... Anne and I famously love money. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> and then kill. That's a hard one which one to kill (laughs) who deserves death i'm gonna kill stacy's dad yeah stacy's dad (laughs) i'm gonna shoot him
0: (laughs) yeah i was thinking mr mcgill just because he's the like uh, yeah like i feel like mr kishi's innocent and oh they're laughing too hard i can't even talk (laughs) she just said i'm gonna shoot him (laughs) Well, good thing he's fictional (laughs) okay i agree i would kill mr mcgill also would you shoot him I, Sorry. I don't know i'm not making the plan like, i'm not gonna marry watson i feel like i don't want to live on that side of town i you know what i you don't want to live across the street
1: from bart taylor
0: she doesn't live across the street from him the delaney's live across the street from her you're just like moving his house closer he's just in the same neighborhood Yeah, i am <laughs> yeah i am um i've moved his house closer <laughs> I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna marry Mr. Kishi because I think he's like very reliable, and like Mrs. Kishi likes kids and is a children's librarian. I feel like they have like a, a solid thing going on, mm-hmm. and I'd like to live on Bradford Court. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna yeah, you're fuck, an originalist. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fuck Richard Spear because I bet that guy's wild. I bet it's like all a secret. <laughs> That's my
2: take.
1: There wow. Okay.
0: Okay.
2: What?
1: say more ann say more
2: (laughs) tell us (laughs) No, i just i don't i'm gonna throw up now okay (laughs) this
1: is the content they come for (laughs) so we have a question from sarah in the spirit of capitalism each adult bsc member is taking up an mlm (laughs) what are they selling crypto is included
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay i have ideas i feel like uh esme will agree with me on this one okay christy is gonna sell cutco
0: oh yeah cutco knives yes <laughs> full on i think that you're correct yes <laughs> christy could totally sell the to cutco and she'd be good at it too she'd she'd get a lot of down um down really quickly yeah
1: um, i have something quickly. i have something very untoward to offer okay marianne's and ne- nexium
0: oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh poor marianne oh. <laughs> I could see it though. I could see mm-hmm. her getting sucked into that. Yeah. Also, I have very purposefully and assiduously not learned anything about crypto, so I don't like the idea that one of them is is into crypto is very funny to me. But I really, I couldn't know less.
1: Unfortunately, it's Dawn.
0: Yeah. You think it's Dawn? Okay.
1: Yeah. And I'm mad at her about it.
0: <laughs> is there i you know I'm a total to individual,
2: and I love crypto. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Dawn is is associated with several. MLS. Yeah.
0: because she'd also be into DoTerra. I feel like yeah, or, um, Herbalife. She's be-
1: Herbalife. Which one's that? Is that like a it's like supplement? Hippie. It be- like- okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Fuck.
0: Which one of them tried LaRoe? Was it Jesse? You can mm-hmm. got like I- Mallory. Yeah, yeah, I could see Mallory in some some shapeless wild patterns (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. yeah we just lost all of our followers yeah i feel (laughs) like stacy wouldn't do it oh no
1: stacy's like oh i was in an mlm before it was cool yeah yeah Yeah. what's like okay what's an mlm that became a real thing after it was an mlm like that's the one stacy does
2: i mean i feel like apon is pretty yeah but it's pretty legit i feel Pepperware also oh it's a really good question. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah.
1: <laughs> in the spirit okay. of capitalism also. I just love the f- the framing of yeah. the question. Excellent. Like really, it gets yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very
0: good. Okay, so we also have some questions about us personally. Oh. So, this is also a very good question. Robin asks, are you going to continue aging or stay
2: in this stage of life indefinitely?
0: I guess we're going to age. Yeah. Time yeah. time is marching on. I
2: mean, yeah. we're I mean, physically we are aging, but emotionally I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, we've been yeah. in the same stage of life. I think there is an inverse <laughs> like, yeah, relationship. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. We'll eventually end up back in eighth grade and definitely There's, emotionally. Yeah. There's an exponential yeah. difference. <laughs> yeah, it's like factorial or something. No. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I forgot. Math. Okay. Shay asks, has there ever been anything Emily tried to ruin, but she couldn't?
1: No, I can ruin anything. Well, I mean, I tried to ruin pizza. It's hard to ruin pizza.
0: Yeah. that's The thing that sucks about ATM. pizza
1: is people. <laughs> yeah.
0: But that's the with truth with a lot of things, right?
1: Oh, hint. Yeah. <laughs> that's everything.
0: Meredith asks, what are your favorite podcasts to listen to?
1: I do love the American Girls podcast. I have been listening to my favorite murder lately. Mm-hmm. We've been driving to Connecticut or Massachusetts a lot, and... Mm-hmm. I'm really tired of the I-95 corridor through Connecticut. So I make Matt listen to murder podcasts because <laughs> right. I'm so bored.
2: <laughs> I listen to Conan O'Brien needs a yeah, I listen to that a lot. And then the other ones I listen to are uh I do listen to sixty songs that explain the nineties, which is Love that really podcast. good. Yes. And I also sometimes listen to You Must Remember This, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the one about like Hollywood and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't listen to a lot of music or podcasts during the day because I write a lot mm-hmm. and yeah. I can't listen and write at the same time. So I usually listen to podcasts when I'm taking my walks. Mm-hmm. So I prefer something like light. And mm-hmm. it's, I guess it's usually entertainment based now that I know that I-,
1: I did like the good place the podcast.
0: Oh, that was really good. Yeah. yeah. If you've li- if you watch the good place, that was great. Hosted by Mark Evan Jackson. Yeah, um I listen to a lot of podcasts. My list would be I'm really sorry, long. hosted
1: by who? I play Sean. Hosted by right? Richard Spear.
0: Yeah, hosted by Richard Spear. Cross-pollinate. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Make those connections, shallower. Yeah, um I listen to a lot, a lot, a lot of podcasts. So, um I do the I love 60 songs that explain the 90s. Um uh, uh, most especially because Rob Harvilla the host is exactly mine and Ann's age and he grew up in Cleveland, which is like the Sacramento um uh, like (laughs) Sacramento is the Midwest of California and Mm -hmm. so I feel like a lot of his stories are like you know he's exactly in the grade that we're in when a particular song comes out and so I just really like his perspective and he has good guests on so that's what I'm really uh, into right now so
2: Micah also likes the podcast but he Mm -hmm. is five years younger than me Mm -hmm. but he seems to have the exact same like (laughs) memory of everything well things get to Florida later that's true
0: (laughs) (laughs) ouch All time favorites. Um, I like, I really love Ono, Ross, and Carey, which is about fringe science and spirituality and claims of the paranormal. Um, I like what's the one? Oh, Fanti. Oh, Fanti. Yeah. Fanti is really, really good. Um, That's, uh, yeah, these two black queer hosts who talk about like things that you love in media but also hate because they're super problematic. So you're a fan and you're also anti which I feel like is Emily's whole life. So that, that one's very good. Um, I love You're Wrong About. I love Maintenance It's Phase. a podcast
1: about ruining things. Yeah, it is a podcast <laughs> about ruining
0: things. Um, we just shouted out Maintenance Phase a few weeks ago. I'm listening to one right now that's fantastic from Pineapple Street Media called Will Be Wild. And it's about the January 6th insurrection with a lot of original interviews. And when do you listen musicians. to all these podcasts? Um, on the, commute, train? Yeah, okay. on yeah. the train? Yeah, mostly on the train and on my sense. walk to the train. And then But I feel months. like
1: you still listened to podcasts when you weren't competing, which I, I found very impressive. <laughs>
0: I did. Um, on walks like Anne, and also like when I'm doing the dishes or when I'm doing the laundry or like, yeah. Those are some of my current favorites. But I like a lot of them. Okay. So Jill, whose Instagram handle is total individual, asks, What if any tattoos do each of you have? Well, this is easy. None. Yeah, yeah mine and Anne's answers are easy and short. Zero. Emily, would you like to take the next 12 minutes to tell our listeners about your tattoos? I have a lot of like black
1: and gray line work, like floral tattoos that are kind of random. like I I have a lot of friends who are artists and I have a lot of like tattoos that I got from flash events on Friday the 13th. (laughs) Just like random shit, but fun. I have a matching tattoo with my
2: sister. Well, How many tattoos do you have?
1: I don't know. Do you want me to count? (laughs) Sure. Pause. I'll be right back. (laughs) Okay. 1, two, three, four, nine, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. I
2: don't know, 20? You went from 10 to 20 very quickly, by the way. It was an estimate.
1: <laughs> I got bored of listening to myself count my tattoos.
0: Which, <laughs> uh, which one do you think most closely represents your allegiance to the Babysitter's Club?
1: Mm, it's probably the tattoo of Anna Martin's face I have on my butt cheek.
2: <laughs> and, and what's on the other butt cheek?
1: Nothing yet.
2: And <laughs> a- a- Anne Ann is Anne Ann Ann. Ichikawa's face. Yeah, yeah.
0: Fantastic.
1: <laughs> My butt
0: is called Anne. <laughs> yeah, it's just got Anne on both sides, just different yeah. ants. Yeah.
1: Different ants.
0: <laughs> That's a
1: g- really good title for something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh. another
1: podcast. <laughs> yeah, I I have a lot of like um, plants and. In- Things that are, like, from places that I've lived and, like, random shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I, uh, do you think Jill laughs every time she uh, se- logs on Instagram and says to an individual?
2: Yes. You should ask her. Jill, write us at stuckinstonybrook at gmail.com for an answer.
1: <laughs> if you want to learn more about us and how we know each other, <laughs> please check out our prologue episode. <laughs> okay, so we have a question from Cynthia that says, are there any concepts from your fields you wanted to mention but thought they were too obscure or weird or complicated or dull?
2: This does not apply to me, so. <laughs> you have a
0: field. Just <laughs> a field, but it's all interesting and fun. Um, yeah. I, th- I think what Emily and I both set out to do with this is to make things that might seem obscure, or weird, complicated, or dull more interesting. So I don't think there's anything that I've just jumped over completely and been like, eh, I won't talk about that. It's going to be dull.
1: Yeah. I mean, also like a realization we've had a lot is like, oh, these are children's books. <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to pull something out of it that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And that has nothing to do with our fields and everything to do with the fact that it's a book for eighth graders.
2: Right. Our also, I graders. don't think your fields are would be dull to most people. They're things that people can easily relate to, I feel. Mm. It's not like science or or math. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Do you know what
0: you just said to Ezzie right now? And to all of our listeners, all the ones that don't run. I am witnessing divorce.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's my Claudia side coming out.
0: I would just say that I like sometimes I will say when I start talking about something like I could see both Ann and Emily kind of like settling down (laughs) like like your your physical energy goes like hmm and I think it's partly just like it's not your turn to talk (laughs) but it's partly because like it's like oh psychology blah 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 so like I will use your faces as a gauge for like if what I'm saying yeah but people I don't
1: feel that way about psychology I'm just like look I know you really well I know what your take on psychology is.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is also, the, I'm not the audience. for. <laughs> right. People love, I feel like people love psychology, even if they don't know what uh-huh. they're talking about is about psychology because people mm-hmm. like talking about themselves.
0: Yeah. People like people. People well, like people. Yeah. Also, Anne, this is why
2: your Esme is going
1: to dump you. She's a scientist. And so yeah. a lot of what people I like know. about psychology is not real psychology.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Emily's <laughs> correct. Now I'm a scientist? <laughs> yeah. I don't think we've skipped over every, anything. I think we've maybe emphasized some, some parts or shortened it a little bit. That's all.
1: Yeah. And yeah. you know I struggle with not speaking in like philosophy jargon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. Um. Okay. Brianne? Oh, do we have a favorite episode of our podcast?
0: I thought about this for a while. I think for me, I, I have a few episodes that I like. Anne's never listened to any of them, so I don't know if she'll be able to answer. <laughs> but I... Um, I know for me, when we did 17, Marianne's Bad Luck Mystery was when I felt like it was really like we hit our stride and it really came together. It was like well-balanced. What did we talk about in that? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't remember the content of the episode okay. that deeply, honestly. Um, I can look back to tell you. I just remember feeling like, let's see, you. that's when you taught us about the definition of the word tomboy. And we looked at research on superstition in psychology Oh, That's a good episode. Yeah. And then it was Halloween in Stony Brook. So Anne Mm -hmm. went off about candy for a while. And I felt like it was like, very balanced between the three of us. And like, we really kind of and then Cokie Mason was there and we just kind of hit our stride. So that was like a a good villain. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I also I really liked our April Fool's episode. I had a lot of fun listening to Logan's story that the boys did. I I I agree. I think that they just did a really
2: really great job, and it was like
0: fun.
1: They to
2: them, to really
1: earnestly it. attacked yes. that project. Oh, yes. very yes. earnestly.
2: <laughs> I assure you. I feel like Micah probably took it the most seriously. Yeah, I mean, he was great. He was like he finished that book like immediately. Took notes. He was very. Oh, he asked me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. Like, and I are very similar. <laughs> and for the record, I don't listen to the podcast. But this, I, I, I never read anything I've published in print. Yeah, I've never <laughs> reread anything. It's just not the podcast. It's like once the creative process is done, it is like done yeah. for me, and I just put yeah. it out into
0: the world. Do you have a favorite episode? Like, do you have a recording? Like an episode that you really liked recording?
2: I honestly can't remember. They all kind of just like <laughs> bleed together. I feel. How about you, Em? To an earlier point, I feel like every time
1: we record, it's, like, better and better. And at the end, I'm like, wow, that was really good. We really did the thing that we said we would do. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I had fun, the episode we recorded on Thursday. I was like, oh, this is great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm also really liking reading the books I don't have any memory of. Mm -hmm. To the, the, like, initial question about which books were our favorite. Like, I remember the first 10. Mm -hmm. I don't remember any of the ones we've read lately. Yeah. It's been fun to to read them because I have no memory of them. Yeah, <laughs> so those episodes are fun too. And I feel like to the to the question about like our fields and what we want to talk about, like I sometimes I'm like Ugh, I have to talk about something. What? Yeah. What can I talk about? <laughs> and every episode just like presents a new opportunity to find another thing to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Bart Taylor's hot. Sure.
0: And it's like you, I quit the podcast. You love <laughs> you love all your children equally.
2: Yeah, I mean it's more about I think like less about. The content, than like honestly, like what moods we're in that day, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the time of day we record. Yeah, and 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 is punchier at night. Um, <laughs> like yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, like I we totally glossed over how we like were able to interview a lot of people from the Netflix show. Yeah, uh, yeah, was that was gonna, pretty cool.
0: I was going to answer that with with the next question, I think. But yeah, say more about it.
1: I that just felt to me like a different cool thing. So when I think of the podcast, I think of like us talking and that seemed like a separate cool thing that just happened.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think maybe that doesn't (laughs) have to do about my favorite episode, but I do think it's very cool that we were able to just like start this random podcast. Yeah, for sure. And that we've never done anything like this before. And Mm -hmm. we were able to get these people to come on our our show.
0: Like actual stars and actual Hollywood movers and shakers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was really incredible. And that they were, you know, general, like they were all really like normal and nice and also very enthusiastic about the Babysitter's Club. So I feel like you can always talk to people about the Babysitter's Club. Mm -hmm.
1: The fact that you both answered that is like a really funny segue to the next question. (laughs) Okay,
0: great. Catherine,
1: what's been the most unexpected part of doing the podcast? And was like, I can't believe we got these stars on it. (laughs) Yeah. Catherine also wants to know, what has been the most challenging?
2: I mean probably for all of us is just fitting it into our schedule.
0: Yeah, it's not Same a very way. interesting answer, but it's true. Yeah. It's just the logistics of Emily being on a different coast and us we we each have three very different lives. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't have kids. I I don't have kids. <laughs> I do have kids. <laughs> What just <laughs> happened? And, <laughs> and Emily each have two. And is the only one <laughs>
1: who has children, and she just said, "I don't have kids."
2: Yeah, but, she's thinking yeah. about doing Mr. Spear. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't have kids. Um, you guys do. You each have eight children with identical yeah. triplets. Um but we we just have very different schedules and very different types of work that we do as well for our day jobs and then there's time time schedule stuff and like where we the space we have to record and all of that that just makes the logistics kind of challenging from time to time i think that's the only thing i think i annoy you guys sometimes cuz i'm like hey did you do the thing and you're like fuck you i don't i didn't do the thing
2: like so
0: that's yeah. that's hard.
2: Uh, I don't want to do that Emily's thing. face is like straight, straight mouth emoji. Yeah. For me, like <laughs> it's not unexpected, but it is funny how we all have we are very different people, mm-hmm. but also very same. What? <laughs> <laughs> We're different people. It, it, it's just like Esme is like driven to be productive every second of her life. No. Yeah. She I'm, famously loves capitalism. I- <laughs>
0: I don't like either of those
1: characteristics. <laughs> <laughs> <I> feel- <laughs> and her personality is <laughs> sneakers. Yeah. And swatch watches.
0: My swatch watch has been broken since the second week of the pandemic and I still haven't gotten what it fixed. F-
1: wow. That's the worst thing that's happening to you I right know. now. <laughs> I know.
0: Yeah. I think um, just go get it fixed. I do you want me to take it for you? Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> Can we just buy a new one? Your birthday's coming it. up. Yeah,
0: unexpected. I think, you know, this is a cheesy answer, but I'll go ahead and give it like I, you know, these two are two of my favorite humans on the planet. And so we have a group chat that's essentially for the podcast, but it's not for the podcast. It's like fantastic. Oh, I just give it up. It's
1: my Twitter account. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just give it exactly. updates.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's turned into like general life updates and a time when I, Anne's like rolling out of the screen because I'm being too sincere for her, I think. I'm not sure what's
1: happening. Anne quit the podcast.
0: She's like not in the window anymore. But I, um, I, I talked Sorry. To now when you say Anne, I'm just thinking about <laughs> tattoos of about
1: Anne. and on my butt. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god okay really though emily gets a fair amount of tattoos i feel like we should get like a picture of Anne and anna martin next to each other and then if it's small enough emily oh wait I, I do have that photo has... <laughs> oh yeah yeah right the photo from when you met her <laughs> emily you should get it tattooed someplace oh my god it would be so great on my butt cheek yeah <laughs> okay um Sorry. <clears> so i just loved i already talked to both of you Pretty frequently, but I love the amount that it means that I talk to both of you now, um, and that's yeah, really that's funny. definitely
1: the most challenging.: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, those are all of our questions, you guys. This is pretty fantastic. i can we let's do it for another year. I think we should do it for another year at least.
1: Just like one more year,
0: yeah, next I, year in Israel.: I would really
1: like to lead read California Diaries. Okay,
0: so then we're doing it for at least another five years, everybody we're getting emily's face that's fantastic <laughs> so five wait, years wait and review us i th- I mean unless you want to speed it up we're I gonna be sold by this <laughs> ah. yeah we are so gonna we be. Gonna old. aged
2: so much i know the
0: other people who like the babysitter's club so it's fine fair
2: yeah. point fair point yeah, yeah so. okay what are we gonna pizza toast to mm. also we should try to do a rudest line of this episode. I forgot everything we already said.
0: Yeah. I, I would it's say just... our weirdest line of the past year is
2: Sour Patch Kids, okay? It just stands <laughs> out. Anne was so committed. I was very committed. We could just like, it could just be about like my my face on Emily's butt. Wait, that's the weirdest line or what we're protesting <laughs> to?
0: Both.
1: Yeah, well, we hung out twice in one day. So now I have to yeah. get a tattoo of your face on my butt. So Yeah. That's how it goes. <laughs> well, we could do an earnest one or we could do a shitty one. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, you guys are already leaning shitty. What about to our listeners? That's they're cute. Pretty, they're pretty great.
1: They seem really nice. They ask us a yeah. lot of really good questions. Yeah.
2: <laughs> is this our shitty one or our sincere one? <laughs>
0: this is the earnest <laughs> one, And <Anne.
2: laughs>
0: <laughs> Unless you're a scientist or a mathematician or
2: take part in an MLM, apparently. No, I'm down. Let's I do yeah, it be to better. our listeners. Yes. Thank you, great. listeners. You guys were great. Pizza, pizza toast. trying to do do a pizza toast? <laughs> yeah, right. Do it right. am <laughs> so really Okay, pizza toast to, our listeners. Pizza to, to our, toast our listeners. To
1: our listeners. This episode of Stuck in Stony Brook is now adjourned. Thank you. Bye.
2: Thank you to Anna Martin for everything. Stuck in Stony Brook is edited by Emily Crandall. Theme song written and recorded by Gary Schaller, performed by the band Kid Kit. You can follow us on Instagram at stuck in Stony Brook or find us on our website, stuck Need some books that we mentioned? Buy them from our bookshop and support both the local independent bookstore and your favorite series literature analysis podcast. Find us at bookshop.org shop slash stuck in Stony Brook. Lastly, if you're feeling doubly generous and you want to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that would be super helpful. You're the best friend the girl could ask for.